0: Oh, I
1: forgot to take any notes
0: I noticed the dome. I was absorbed I Into the show I was like I have not seen this man pull his phone out Once <laughs> it was very uh, I'd Take notes for the both of us <laughs>
1: It's Wednesday night, and we are not in Rachel's apartment, but we are in the studio that we've recorded in once before. Um, and regardless, we just watched Ahsoka, which must mean I always mess up that word, which, which must mean that it is a Star Formers mm-hmm. night. Welcome, everyone, to Rebels and Robots episode 35. I'm Cameron. I'm Rachel. And this is our weekly chat about Star Wars and
0: Transformers, and our podcast is now old enough to go through its midlife crisis. <laughs>
1: It's not 35 years, Rachel, 35 weeks. Exactly. <laughs> oh, midlife crisis, um, right yeah, in the middle of Ahsoka. A boat. That's, Ahsoka's kind of going through a midlife crisis. Oh, she's
0: going through it.
1: <laughs> and um, today we'll be walk, talking about Ahsoka episode five, uh, sha- was it Shadow Warrior? Yep. And But before we get to that, as always, we talk about recent thoughts and news. Rachel, you got any news for us?
0: Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> One of my favorite Twitter pages, uh, we're not calling it X. Um, <laughs> <laughs> crazy moments in This is where History. we draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> posted that um, Unicron's roars in the 1986 movie are actually heavily modified Hulk roars from the 1982 Incredible Hulk cartoon performed by actor Bob Holt, which means. Uh, well, so Holt passed away before the movie's release. Thus, it has the distinction of featuring two posthumous uh, performances for the same role.
1: That's crazy because... There's something cursed about that role. Because uh, the actual <laughs> voice actor of Unicron was... i oh, totally going to blank on his name. Citizen Kane himself. Um, dang, I got to look it up now. It's on the
0: tip of my tongue.
1: Orson Welles oh. um, So yeah, so Orson Welles died before d- Days, right? Before the movie Yelly came out Days And then the guy who did the roars as well Also died before it came <laughs> out as well Double posthumous. Hum- that's a hard word to pronounce Posthumous? I don't think it's humus <laughs> That's a thing you put on, on bread in Israel <laughs> Shut up <laughs> I think we've looked this up before on the podcast. I think we've done this exact thing. Can I have a Google search? Post hominous. Uh, give me a pronunciation, please. Posthumous. 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 I was close. Like posture. Posthumous. No.
0: Posthumous. Oh. That's the fact.
1: I, pa- I, not, I, did not Posthumus. Not, I did not like that at all. Posthumous. That's a hard word to pronounce correctly. That's closest. Um, anyways, where did you figure that out? You saw it on, oh, you saw it on Twitter. So crazy. Let's
0: transform
1: history. See, now I have to write down the time code because Athena's not here with us. Our editor, Athena, she who's definitely an off. editor and not a cat. Um, I have to write down the time codes on censoring out the word... Now, I have to type right down another one, because I said it again. Um, it's a quote. Six-ish minutes in. And now, Three times. Now, we're probably only a minute or so into the recording, uh, as far as the final recording. So, listeners might say, six minutes? What? There's multiple minutes at the start of this, because we could not nail down an intro. No. <laughs>
0: um,
1: anyways, um, I've got... An article here that might be kind of interesting. Transformers Earthspark executive producers discuss Megatron's turn, Terrans, and season two. So I'm curious as to what Megatron's turn means. So spoilers for Transformers Earthspark.
0: I know what you mean, but it's okay. You can explain for the listeners at home.
1: <laughs> um, let's see here. Yeah, so he went good in this show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why? Do you know why?
0: I. Um, I haven't seen it, but I think it's. I mean, people have a lot of theories that it's probably like fake. It's not actually good.
1: Oh, that checks out. Yeah, because like, it kind of makes me think of famous. There was a very famous for me years ago. Turned out, uh, there was a very famous panel of a comic of Captain America saying "Hail Hydra." Like, if you know anything about comics, you know either that's not him or it's a trick. Like, mm-hmm. well, and the theory
0: is so like the. Transformers are working with a government organization called Ghost and a lot of people have theories that it's probably not a good organization under uh, the surface.
1: The the show takes place in Witwicky, Pennsylvania. That's really funny. <laughs> what a weird. <laughs> oh, oh, the Terrans, the first Transformers born on planet Earth. Yes. What a weird. This these human character models are awful. They look like the weird little, like, I feel like for some reason this is weirdly yeah, specific. Uh definitely. Valley. Uh, definitely. Like, they're too smooth. That's what it is. Like, a lot of businesses, especially grocery stores, have, like, they're supposed oh to be gosh, huge exactly cartoon characters. That's kind of what these look like. Oh, I like, almost Banks, said it, especially, too. I almost said it, but that would have doxed us real <laughs> fast. Um, so, not... Just throwing a little bit of Transformers it's like, content. It's like,
0: is it like the Grubhub or the DoorDash animation? That's a,
1: that's a bad one. Yeah, there's just like a lot of ads these days. I fear no man, but that thing. <laughs> so we're, we're sitting here just criticizing a cartoon that we haven't watched, <laughs> but I think um, this is, there's a reason why we haven't watched it. Uh, what I've else do you got? I've,
0: I've heard really good things about it, though.
1: Really? That's wild.
0: Yes, I have. Anyways, um, so this is something we missed in the last episode of Ahsoka, and I'm actually ashamed that we missed it. There's a shot from uh, last episode of the ghost ship's dashboard. And Hera has a oh, physical yeah. picture of Kanan Jarrus. Yes. First of all, someone, I mean, it's like pixelated as all get out. But, you know, it looks a little bit like Freddie Prince.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: but here's the thing that some people uh, pointed out. That's a physical picture. Hmm. We don't really see physical pictures. That's a of good Star point. Yeah. Often.
1: They're really really committed to the hologram thing, which is bad technology in my opinion. It seems like We the- also Where did she get that picture? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. who took it? How did good. this this raises a lot of lore well, when questions. did they have time to take We portraits? never we don't see cameras. We don't see like the holograms just kind of happen.
0: Maybe that was like a third Thing that Ezra's uh, blaster lightsaber could do, it could take photos.
1: I'm gonna Google search photos and Star Wars and see if we have any other examples.
0: Maybe it's just like a really tiny painting that Sabine did.
1: Okay, let's see. Um, and oh. Google search just gives me images, like it d- does not <laughs> help. Do they have Google photos search. in the Star Wars universe. Reeyes was known to use custom made three eyed cameras. That's not, it that
0: makes me uncomfortable. Three eyed cameras.
1: Oh, this is a Star Tours thing. That's not helpful. No.
0: Oh. Well, the one and only physical picture we've seen is as of Cain and Um,
1: Yeah, that's... There was something about that I was going to say, which is... Sorry. Oh, I was complaining about the hologram technology. I Seemingly, the only benefit of the hologram technology is that it has incredible range and it's instantaneous communication. But the actual projection of the hologram is terrible. Like, it's... It's not color accurate. It's glitchy as heck. It's it just does not. Um...
0: I have a really funny story that's similar to that. So um, back when I first started working at my job, we did our staff meetings through Zoom because COVID. <laughs> Uh, oh, the big C.
1: Sorry. <laughs> There's a photograph of Chewbacca in his family's home in the Star Wars <laughs> Christmas special. <laughs> Dang it! So it's not the first canon image. <laughs> <laughs> this is viewers. Oh my gosh! It is hysterical. It's just a like a school photo Historical, of really? Chewbacca. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyways, continue, please.
0: Um. So we had meetings through Zoom, and um. I made my background the bridge of a Star Destroyer um, (laughs) just for funsies. And so, you know, it's just in our... When I had, like, actual meetings, I would turn it off for professional reasons. But for, like, our internal staff meetings, I kept it on. And one time, my camera glitched out in the exact same way that the holograms in Star Wars fizzle out (laughs) when they go side to side. That's great. And then I disappeared, and it was just my background. And my coworker, who I'll be talking about later at the time, was... Losing it, he had to turn off his camera because it looked like, like I was Palpatine phasing out after like <laughs> chewing out some imperial <laughs> officer. It was hysterical.
1: That's fun. It's good. So there are some more transformers in the news. They're quite unspecified, though. It seems like they seem to be causing some trouble. Classes like canceled at in barbers. Disguise. Classes canceled at <laughs> Barbers High School on Wednesday after transformer fire led to power outage. Mm. So I guess. This seems like news out of a Transformers movie universe. Um, Transformer fire knocks out power to 4,000 customers. Colorado Springs driver hospitalized after hitting Transformer. Fleeing scene. Did the transporter flee see the scene? Or did the, the driver flee the scene? Or did both run. of them? <laughs> These really do sound like headlines from like within a movie for Transformers. <laughs> Uh, um so that's what all I've got for Transformer News. <laughs>
0: um someone made this is the Star Wars news, but someone made this um comparison. So they released a um new character poster for uh Carson. uh Tava Carson. Yeah. Carson Tava. <laughs> it's the same pose for his character poster um, oh from the Mandalorian. Gosh, that's
1: so lazy. And
0: someone tweet, retweeted it and said, me when I take one good selfie and post it <laughs> everywhere.
1: <laughs> because it's the that's same hilarious. exact
0: pose, it's just in a different You really couldn't get
1: one photo of him on set, nope. really.
0: They filmed all his characters. You don't have
1: one other photo of him. They
0: filmed all his stuff in one day <laughs> for all the
1: shows. Dang, dude.
0: Um... And so this isn't really news, but this was some discussion that I saw, and I hate it. Um, I saw some discussion that, you know, as we see Carson Tava, and he's been around a couple times, uh, we've seen him. Mm -hmm. Someone said, this might be an opportunity, and I use that word lightly, that since obviously the New Republic's not doing super hot and not really giving much help to this threat, Carson may call in Mando for backup since the new republic isn't helping. No. And if that happens. No. If that happens, I will actually like. Don't. I will be walking to California to voice my complaints directly with Mr. Dave Filoni myself.
1: <laughs> Listen here, hat man.
0: Listen your hat man.
1: Oh, man. Well, speaking of the hat man, we. Oh. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Mr. Hatman. Hat me a man. Anyways. Uh, Do you know that creepypasta, Hat Man? No. Oh, my gosh. That's why I thought you were referencing. It <laughs> feels very Anyways. up. Uh, off topic. Um, we are here to talk about what some people are claiming is his magnum opus. I think mean, it's a bit far.
0: Ultra magnum opus. Oh, my God.
1: Anyways. Good job. Um, Episode I, five of Ahsoka.
0: I would like to talk about what my coworker said. <laughs> Go before for we it. start. So this is. So last night, it's 9.20 it's, uh, it's p.m. And I just get a picture. He's a former co-worker at this point. He's in another department. He sends me a very famous photo on the internet right now with the man <laughs> holding his hands up to the sun and where they've superimposed Dave Floyd's face over the sun. And I said, I keep hearing good things. And he texted me and he says, good things is an understatement. It's like he took the brain of George Lucas, kissed it up to God, then injected it with mega steroids. I don't think I'll ever see something so visually chilling again. That-
1: <laughs> that would be a great copy pasta. That would be a really good copy pasta.
0: Wait. Uh I'll talk to you later about it, but that's yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so to recap from last week, we left off on a cliffhanger. Sabine joined our villains on their path to the other galaxy. They hyperspaced off and Sabine Yeet. Uh, fell off a cliff and woke Ahsoka up. Ahsoka fell off a cliff. Thank you. I really, uh, there's something wrong with my brain. I get Sabina, Silka's names. They have
0: two female characters and they just can't figure <laughs> out luck. who they are. And does a lot this of show kids. pass the Bechdel test? It, it, it does. does. It, I think they're, it does. They're just talking about Ezra the whole time. That's true. They are talking I mean, about Thrawn and Ezra mm. a lot.
1: But they also do talk about one another. They
0: did talk about the Purgles today, though.
1: So does it's that true. count? I mean, they're just animals. But um, it's not just an animal,
0: so, it's a whale. <laughs>
1: Wow. Uh, Ahsoka fell off a cliff and woke up in the world between worlds and turned around and saw a young Anakin. like a uh, episode three. Young-a-kin. era Anakin. <laughs> Look, this It's going to be a long episode <laughs> if you don't cut it out. Um, and we pick up with Hera... And Jason looking on the surface of cetos or cetos, satos. I think there's. I think every character I mentions say, each of those syllables differently every different time they every say it. Time. And this is that's the planet where the previous couple episodes have taken place. And uh, Jason, uh, uh, Hera's young son, who's also the son of the Jedi Kanan Jarrus, um, senses something out oh, in the water.
0: Before you get to that. Um, we have a very interesting character name drop who you hadn't heard yet.
1: <laughs> Only you would care about this, but go for it. <gasps> it's look, this is like the the smallest piece of fan service, but fine. Go for it.
0: <laughs> My mom's gonna have beef with you for saying that. Uh, look Anyway I love anyways, this character as much but for as those everyone of us else. That but. Care. I was very excited to hear this because Hera is talking with carson and carson's like the new republic is calling what do we do we're gonna get in trouble and Harris like we'll figure it out and so carson makes a mention who we haven't heard of at this point saying senator organa can only hold us out for so long or can only make excuses for so long and so which is very interesting because
1: it Why are you does, laughing? does this mean that uh bail survived is he senator organa Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh uh... Thankfully I don't have to censor rude gestures.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Um so what it is is um it's very that's obviously Leia. That is Leia as senator. And so if you keep up with the books at this point, I believe this is most likely post smear campaign. Um I believe she would have been a candidate for Chancellor of the New Republic except it came out that Darth Vader's her father, mm-hmm. and that kind of ruined her political career because mm-hmm. people are like, mm, that's bad. Um, so that was exciting to hear that. She's doing, she's doing work.
1: Um, and so we cut back to Ahsoka talking with Anakin in the World Between Worlds, and I'm, man, we're just like, us who hate the fan theories, we're eating good. Second week in a row, all the fan theories Sorry, are shot down. People were convinced that this was not anakin but i mean so, literally I anyone else i didn't think it was going to be anakin <laughs> we're th- so many theories it's look we don't know 100 what or who this is but it's not presented as being anything else other than some version of anakin
0: i mean and when we watched kenobi there well i did not know this is anakin until after the episode um There is a scene where Kenobi, like, hallucinates Anakin Mm -hmm. at a hill, like, four miles away. Yeah. Um, Which, he wasn't there.
1: Um, (laughs) People, they really got Anakin on the mind. This is the second show in two years where people are, like, hallucinating Anakin. (laughs) (laughs) And where I look, I see him. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) so they start to talk, um, and Anakin's like, I've got one last, Lesson to teach you, live or die. Mm -hmm. I would like, we can continue discussing what happens, but I am really not sure what he's trying to teach her. And and it might not be possible to fully understand until the show is over.
0: I just feel like he's been fighting his demons by himself in the world between worlds for a long time. (laughs) He's finally happy to have someone else.
1: Yeah. And so, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, continue.
1: So they have a lightsaber fight, and then he like, slashes that they're on this like energy bridge and he slashes it and she falls down and the colors change from blue to red and it gets all misty and she stands up and she's a little girl and this is oh sorry in the middle of a clone war battle scene sequence
0: played by ariana greenblot yeah um can't remember
1: her name sasha Sasha. The young lady from Barbie.
0: And she's also young Gamora in Infinity War. That
1: to me is the more notable one because this is a visually very mm. similar character yes. to her playing young Gamora. But that was can you believe, five years ago when Infinity War came out.
0: The last time I was excited for a Marvel movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so she nails it. Oh, yeah. She is a phenomenal she really got down, OG um, Ahsoka. Ashley's mm-hmm.
0: uh, intonation. Um,
1: these sequences, I feel, really capture what you would expect. Clone Wars, Ahsoka, right. and Dave Filoni. <laughs> uh huh. Um, so these sequences are visually stunning. I think this is the this is the the scenes that people are really gushing over. Mm-hmm. Is they are clone battles, but they are done entirely in mist, and you really only see the fog of war, clones, and lasers flying around. That's really all mm-hmm. you can see, and it is it's great. It looks awesome.
0: We, uh, oh, well, I made a joke that they have Ahsoka in her later season outfit instead of her first <laughs> appearance. Um, so we made a joke completely inaccurate. They didn't put Ahsoka in her crop top and miniskirt as George Lucas intended.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, collar, <laughs> collar, tongue. Anyways, we
0: are, we are much more big fans of uh, Dave Filoni's design. That is probably one of my favorite. Um,
1: just costumes? it's
0: a good question. I just think it's always funny because everyone always asks Dave Filoni, why oh, did they yeah. put Ahsoka in that <laughs> outfit? And he immediately goes, that was George. <laughs> immediately. Because if you look at his in- initial concept art for Ahsoka, the crop top was not there. Like, it's <laughs> not there. Um, one thing I wanted to mention was because we. Dropped over it, so we we do get a Kanan Jarrus live action name
1: drop. Yes, which is which is the which is the yeah the that is time. somewhat notable because they have not directly mentioned and him.
0: Jason is super force sensitive. Yes, maybe not especially super for so, for someone
1: with zero training presumably. Yeah.
0: Because he's like, "Mom, do you hear that?" And Hera's like,
1: mm,
0: "No." Um, and he can hear Anakin and Ahsoka fighting. Mm-hmm. He can hear their lightsabers in the war, in the, not the war of the worlds, the world between worlds, um, which is interesting. So they're going through the scenes, and the first time we see them, uh, it's alluded. This is Ahsoka's and Anakin's like first. Well,
1: quickly, to just back up to elaborate on what you just said. Oh, yeah. the, the canon name drop was simply that uh, he's Jason's father. Young explains to Car- Carter, Carter. That his name Carson. Carson, the other X-wing pilot why they're listening to this child saying oh, that there's? Yeah. they're saying, he's saying there's someone out in the water. Carson is very confused. And young is like, well, his dad's a Jedi. He's like, Okay, Carson's like okay, fine. I'm Whatever.
0: surprised he, he didn't did... have some snarky, mean uh, yeah, comments about right? it. I know. I was like, man, he's too nice this episode. Uh-huh. I guess Sabine's not there to take all his
1: bullying. <laughs> like, I think it's funny. Like sometimes, like who are these characters? You got Ahsoka, she's a former Jedi who has lo- whose master was Anakin, and Hera is a general in the war who who's fighting for peace and has a young son. Sabine is a Mandalorian who's trying to find her way. Who's Carson? A nice man. A nice man. <laughs> That's who Carson is.
0: He's a good man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so you continuing with the uh, Soka Anakin scenes.
0: Um, yeah. So it's alluded, it's their first battle. And, you know, I thought something very interesting went, because after the fight, we see um, the kind of aftermath. We see Rex in the distance with his mm-hmm. pantaloons. <laughs> <laughs> And we see Anakin, and they're, like, I think talking with what looked like uh, Twilax, actually. Yes, definitely. Um, and so Ahsoka is sitting next to a wounded um, clone, clone trooper. trooper. Who
1: very conveniently has his face yes, wrapped up. Yes, <laughs> very I was like, who, who did that to this man? <laughs>
0: um, and so Anakin comes over, and they have a very interesting conversation of, uh, <laughs> of Ahsoka saying they're dead and she's kind of she's really Mm. struggling to process this and anakin's like it is what it is bestie um paraphrasing of course he didn't say (laughs) but so he they make a very interesting comment because um ahsoka says is this what because anakin's main comment he's like you know we used to be keepers of the peace but now we have to lead um and she makes a comment she's like is this all there is um is this what I'm supposed to do when I have a Padawan. I'm mm-hmm. just supposed to teach them how to be a soldier or how to fight. And I thought this was a very interesting exchange because Anakin said, do you even want a Padawan? Which I think is very interesting just mm. considering how she, considering there's some very deep history between her and Sabine sure. and their training. And she was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, teaching is not all it's cracked up to be. Um, so I don't know.
1: And before we move too quickly past this scene, just the the very quiet moment she has when she sits next to this wounded clone mm-hmm. and he just reaches over and touches her yeah. hand. She
0: puts her arm on his, Yeah, hand on his arm. I
1: think this is a phenomenal moment Yeah, Um because it illustrates what's going through her head. Before she even starts talking about what is all this for, you know that's what's going through her head. Yeah. And I also feel for that clone. Like, that's an incredible little bit of visual storytelling yeah. because you imagine a clone, your average clone probably doesn't have any physical contact with anyone and (laughs) stop it (laughs) don't know exactly what you're doing but stop it um and uh doesn't expect it probably doesn't really have a real concept of like human like we we do see a lot of clones having human relationships but it's there's millions of clones what (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm I think you're trying to sabotage this <laughs> podcast today. We're on possibly one of the most popular pieces of Star Wars media in the last few years, and you're just trying to throw me off. And um, I don't. Know, it's like this is what the I think Ahsoka especially thought the Jedi were losing was their empathy for life. And this is her. She probably had done a pretty good job of burying all of this.
0: Like burying the Dead?
1: (laughs) The very famous song title track from the final episode of Clone Wars. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And I think that might be what this... I I am still not entirely sure what this whole sequence with Ahsoka and Anakin is getting at because on the one hand... So ultimately, Anakin just keeps telling her, you have a choice, live or die, which to me implies... She's not doing either, I guess. Anakin, at least Anakin, thinks she's not doing either. And we don't. And to be fair, we don't know what she's been doing since she left the um, Sith uh, temple.
0: Oh, I was like the Sith. The Sith, Sith temple
1: in Rebels when she uh, survived fighting Viding. Vader. We, yeah, other than <laughs> other than training Sabine and looking for for Thrawn, but like I think she's doing the right thing. She's trying to stop Thrawn's return. She's trying to yeah. st- like she's trying to stop a war. I think it would make more sense if Ahsoka had been forced into the situation rather mm. than – she's she's propelling all this forward. She yeah. is the one after the map. She is the one who wants to destroy the map to stop Thrawn from returning. I think it would make way more sense if Sabine and Hera had pulled her into it and she didn't want to be here and she was more just kind of – vibing, doing her own thing, and Vibin. then had this vision. If, if that was true, and then she had this vision where Anakin's like live or die, and she relived these Clone War memories and realized we can't have another war, there's too much caught at at state, there's too much cost, that would make so much more sense. As is, She's as far as I can tell, she's doing everything right up mm-hmm. until this point. Her relationship with Sabine is tense. We don't know exactly what she Complicated. did. <laughs> yeah. Um she's not perfect, but as far as her mission, her objective, she seems to be in the right. She's trying to stop the return of Thrawn. She, I don't think anyone else realized. Like it's her, Hera, and Sabine are the three people who are like, we gotta stop Thrawn from coming back. Um so I am not really sure what she's supposed to learn from all of this. I don't know either. Um I'm very confused personally, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with being confused. I am just a little concerned all this has the trappings of being really deep mm-hmm. and analytical for the character, but not actually doing anything. I'm I'm a little concerned about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. It's kind of interesting because it's like, is this a situation where – because there's a difference when she comes back. She's not as aloof anymore. So is this a situation yeah. where – and the whole thing Anakin is like you need to choose it's like a life or death you need to choose life or death mm-hmm. um, is this a situation where she comes out with a new outlook on life and maybe choosing life over
1: duty that is interesting. It is possible that Anakin that if this is indeed Anakin it's not some sort of projection of her memory of him it's not like it's not the force taking the, his form. It actually, this if is this,
0: Anakin spirit, it
1: yeah, seems. It, it's hard. And it's hard to know for sure. Definitively. It's kind of, that, that is ultimately what I like about this, this whole sequence mm-hmm. is it, it's up for interpretation. It is not spelling anything out for you. And I, I am greatly appreciative for that. So much modern media just tells you what's going on. I'm appreciative. I walk away from this, not really understanding it fully. And I'm, t- and I, I hope by the end of the show, the sh- like that actually would be good. That would be good if this doesn't make a lot of sense in the next three episodes to make it a lot more clear yep. through action, through the the themes of the show. As of right now, I'm a little confused, but yes, you're you're absolutely right. She walks out of this. The performance is different. Yes, uh, Rosario Dawson is playing the character differently. So what I would presume, kind of what I'm walking away with is. It's possible that if that spirit is Anakin, she comes away disagreeing with him. Mm. She realized potentially that she was maybe walking down the same path as him or a similar path of she had become too serious.
0: She'd become very almost, almost Mm. legalistic.
1: Yeah, yeah. In the
0: same way, we almost see Luke kind of becoming. Sure.
1: So I think, I think it's possible that interacting with Anakin taught her. That it wasn't necessarily that Anakin was teaching the – I don't know what lesson he was really trying to teach her. What lessons I'm really does not he sure. ever try to teach? Like he, he said – I'm really confused by the liver die thing, honestly. Um, and I am very open to, upon rewatching it, it's more clear. Seeing what comes forward becomes clear. As of right now, I'm not really sure what he was trying to teach her. But I think what she walked away with potentially was – life is important Mm -hmm. that what the most significant moment for me in the whole flashback sequence is her having her nice little moment with the, with the injured clone. And then talking with Anakin about there was so much loss. And he says to her, that's part of it. There's a price to be paid. And to me, I think she probably walks away with this, hopefully with a a renewed sense of life is valuable. Mm -hmm. And, she then, um, to not skip too far forward, she then connects with the Pergles. Um, and for the viewers who aren't, I know we have listeners who just don't watch the shows. So to give you an idea of when, then what happens, she they return to the the bridge, like the 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 world between worlds light bridge that they were on in the beginning. They fight again. Anakin now has a red lightsaber, which is very visually interesting, mm-hmm. and he's like momentarily glitching, kind of between. Anakin Invader, which is also very cool. And his eyes are now Sith yellow, and his skin is yellow. Um, what, did you have something to add to that?
0: Yeah, I had a couple things before we got to that. Um, there was one thing I noticed. It was in that first battle when they're kind of having the conversation of, like, what is the point of this? And Anakin's like, eh, war uh-huh. is what it is. She's like, what if I don't want that? And he makes a comment. He goes, then you'll die. Hmm. I... Thought of the last time we've seen Ahsoka and Anakin Vader interact, which was at the end of, um, I think she says, what if I don't want that or something? And he goes, then you'll die. Um, When she realizes at the end of um, Twilight of the Apprentice, part two, that Anakin is Vader, Mm -hmm. that that's her realization she says um, i won't leave you she's like i won't leave you again i won't leave you again and vader says then you will die
1: mm. and
0: it was just oh i don't know if it was supposed to be a parallel but it made me think of it a little bit with anakin's um intonation the way he was mm-hmm. talking just very similar um we missed a very funny part where um, the memory changes. As the memory changes, we go back to Hera, um, the X-Wings, as they're trying to find whatever the heck Jason is sensing, which we know mm-hmm. is Ahsoka vibing in the ocean.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hu Yang makes a comment. Hu Yang is with Hera, and Hera asks Hu Yang what Ahsoka's master was like. Yeah. There's a very heavy pause.
1: <laughs> Hu Yang says,
0: Intense. <laughs>
1: I lost it. I thought that was so it was funny. So funny because um. what? A, because like you, you see him wanting to say he sucked. <laughs> he <laughs> he was awful, and um, but also very powerful. Like mm-hmm. this, you could really this. This is a practical droid. I don't know if we've fully discussed that on the pod yet. Yes, Huyong is a is a animatronic a lot of the time. Zero expression, other than his eyes. His eyes are slightly expressive. The rest of his face is not. You can see this droid thinking. The gears it's gears it, It's great timing, great writing. Adam, uh, Not Adam. David Tennant's performance is phenomenal. Um, and it's a, it's a funny little moment, for sure.
0: It is. Um, the memory then switches to one a lot of us recognize, having watched season seven of Clone Wars, um, because it's, not, it's a different battle. And it is Siege of Mandalore. We see Previsla here. Oh, really? Yes, he's the black and red with all the horns. Ah, That's I why see. I was like, "Whoa, that was me." <laughs> I was like, "That's Previsla." Previsla Pre. Um, before he was Postvisla. <laughs> I think er No, sorry, not Previsla. I'm ashamed of my <laughs> um, that was Gar Saxon, I believe.
1: We also or, well,
0: uh, nope, I'm wrong.
1: No, I, Gar Saxon died in Rebels, didn't you're he? You're right. Well, uh, Rebels after this, so um, just to kind of add some more description to this. Um, it's not. Uh... We see Ahsoka killing Mandalorians, um, which I'm now realizing might contribute to her relationship with Sabine in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and also in this sequence, we get somewhere in here, we get this great wide shot where you see Anakin silhouetted by all the, the mist and a shot goes overhead and explodes in the distance, but it's centered up on him. And that explosion flashes and he looks like Vader for a second. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't necessarily sound fascinating, but just like, this is all just visually so immersive, I feel. It's just really pulling me in. It's a great way to capture kind of a dream sequence of uh, um, a vision that that Ahsoka's having. It feels like memory. It feels like trauma. And the way... Ahsoka is also herself centered on the screen with explosions silhouetting her. It is, um, it's some, some excellent visual storytelling, I think. It really creates a sense of atmosphere mm-hmm. and puts you in Ahsoka's shoes, which is for the first time in this show. A lot of people have complained. This show is called Ahsoka, but it hasn't really felt like her show. Mm-hmm. These sequences really take mm-hmm. you into, uh, her experience for sure.
0: So I actually don't know if, um, that red Mandalorian has a name. I always thought it was um, like a Saxon of some form, but it's because it's not pre Because he's one Blue. of he's definitely he, one he's of Maul's Maul followers. Yeah, that's my bad. There's too many Mandos and too cool armor with no names. Um, <laughs> but so live action Siege of, Siege of Mandalore, and you know what? I'm actually really excited that they alluded to it, but they didn't just recreate the Siege of Mandalore in live action because that's what a lot of people see. There. like people were thinking they're gonna recreate. The Ahsoka Invader duel from Rebels. Stop doing that. There's no reason to recreate the animated sequences in live action. Mm, it doesn't absolutely. improve them, it doesn't make them better. That's what a lot of people were hoping for in Kenobi. It's like, yeah. we're gonna get to see Twin Sons again. It's like, no, we don't need to see it. We saw it once. It was gorgeous then. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. It doesn't need to do it now. Twin Sons being the episode of Rebels where Season four Obi-Wan kills Ball. Yes. Um
0: so we also get a fun voice line from Timur Morrison as Rex. Um, Very short. um, But we thought this was really funny because Ahsoka and Anakin are talking about and they make a comment about um, the disaster legacy they are a part of. Um, And and technically theirs is called um, the disaster lineage. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Dooku, Yoda, Dooku, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, obviously the, the disaster being Anakin. Um, and Ahsoka, and now, by extension, Sabine. Sabine. Anyways, um, but she
1: makes a comment about all this. Sabine, you're part of a long, storied, (laughs) proud lineage of screw-ups. Yep.
0: Um, Qui-Gon's good. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, he brought Anakin, so... (laughs) he did bring Anakin.
1: From one perspective, you could blame everything on Mm, him.
0: True. Um, But so, Ahsoka makes a comment about all the war and death, and Anakin says... Is that what this is about? (laughs) And I did see a tweet about this. I did not know the context, um, but I sent it to. uh, You
1: you saw the tweet before? I did. You saw saw the the episode?
0: Anakin, is that what this is about? Skywalker, by the way. And it's listing all of his crimes in a little (laughs) scroll.
1: It was really funny. Um, We also get interaction in here that I think is notable between Anakin and Ahsoka, where he says something like, I you have all of my knowledge. I taught you everything. And you're, I made you a warrior. And she says, and that's all? And he said, but you're more than that because I'm more than that. And that, to me, alludes to her ultimately disagreeing with him. Mm-hmm. That this he, she does learn something in all this, but it's not whatever whatever lesson Anakin's trying to teach her. That is not what she walks away with because I think she decides to be different than Anakin Mm -hmm. ultimately is that this is her final moment of deciding. I am not Anakin. The
0: first canonical entrance of a gray Jedi.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) look, I I think the the concept of gray Jedi is interesting, but that is not this. This is Sabine being herself.
0: No, Uh, Sabine.
1: Yeah. Like Ahsoka is being herself and trying to make us a, Sabine. This is ultimately oh, about Sabine, okay. in my opinion. Yes. Uh,
0: I thought I thought you were mixing up names again. Um, so the memory ends, and this is where, like you said, the fight starts. And he's, like, glitching between. And you had a really funny comment here. Um, we see Anakin's yellow eyes. And Cameron, you just said, he's got scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and so they fight back and forth. Um Ahsoka's disarmed, uh, but she manages to turn Anakin's blade against her. And I don't know if this was just the lighting, but it looked for a second as they're both illuminated by the red lightsaber because she's holding it up to Anakin's neck. Mm -hmm. Her eyes almost look a little yellow here.
1: Oh, well, I've got it up. Let me take a look.
0: Just a little bit. Just just a hair. And I don't know if that was intentional or not. She looked mad, though. Like, she could have killed him, I think, right then and there. Or... (laughs)
1: I don't know. Yeah. I exercised um, him. I don't really see any color change in her eyes. Oh, man. Oh, actually, I might see it. Let us let me pause it. Man, it is.
0: It's subtle. subtle, but good cat. But I don't know. I saw it and I was Ooh, like. Mm. You're
1: right, dude. You are totally right. There it is.
0: Yeah, that exactly Yeah, I you was nailed like, it. Nice. That's.
1: Very nice. What's
0: the timestamp on that?
1: Um, That is at. So everyone can know I'm right. Anyway. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Twenty-five, eighteen into the episode. But yeah, it's where because she does it. She does a little like push in. The lightsaber comes closer to her face right at that moment, so it it is hard to tell. Just just a little bit of it. Her eyes are definitely orange right in that Mm -hmm. second. That's that's a good catch.
0: And so then, so, but she, she doesn't. She doesn't kill him. Mm -hmm. She, I think, just kind of pushes him away or disarm. No, she she, throws lightsaber off the edge and she
1: says, "I choose to live."
0: Um, and so it actually takes him a moment for this Anakin apparition. He looks stunned Yeah, that she did not kill him. Uh-huh. Maybe that's what he... Maybe he's like, please kill me so I can go back to the Force Ghost heaven. I'm trapped here. I don't know. But he he looks shocked. And it takes him a couple long seconds to go back to Anakin, to switch from Absolutely. Vader to Anakin. And he goes... There's hope for you yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, disappears, refusing to
1: elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I'm starting to come together with maybe what this is implying, is that in these wars, in all these journeys and all this stuff, it's very easy to lose yourself, mm-hmm. to not be the person. Ahsoka is a character that's defined ultimately mostly by her optimism mm-hmm. and her her compassion for others and I think she had lost a lot of that. Even though she's doing all the right things, she's being the right person, her her herself was lost. Mm-hmm. And the final shot on here that I'm now seeing uh, playing in front of me is the bridge starts reflecting under her. Yes. and there's a re- her own reflection mm-hmm. meets up. like the bridge is slowly mm-hmm. coming closer to her and the reflection and it meets up with her.
0: And maybe this apparition, was trying to force Ahsoka into what could be seen as a black and white option. Only two options, and she chose Mm. a third. Maybe there's this idea that the apparition was like, well, either she dies or I die. Mm. And I don't know. I don't know what apparition Anakin is thinking. Yeah. But that definitely, when he says, you choose, you know, you at the beginning, the proposition, you choose life or death. Mm. And he's kind of threatening, you know. So it's. I think it's obvious. The obvious choices would be she has to kill him to to live. She doesn't. She chooses this, like, third option of we can both make our way mm-hmm. out of here before Anakin dips off into the ether. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I think that's interesting. So I think, yeah, I think ultimately this is about l- her true self living. Choosing – because when she – you're absolutely right. She comes out of this – we talked about this a few minutes ago. Uh, she comes out of this Giddy. with a very different performance. And that leads her to the solution to their problem. And we'll
0: get to this. The way she greeted Jason.
1: Very, very warm.
0: Not what I was expecting.
1: Yeah. And as I thought about it later on, yeah. So just like we were talking earlier about how I think actually we're off Mac on this. Um, A lot of people really, really love this episode so far. And we're we're going to speculate as to why people like this episode. I cannot assume people like this episode for anything outside of what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. It's literally half the episode. Mm-hmm. And that half the episode is cutting back to Hera and Huyang and Jason looking for them. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, it's like a third of this episode's runtime is spent in this Anakin, Obi-Wan, uh, Anakin, Ahsoka sequence, which I'm not criticizing, but I... I, I, I That's don't want to, what everyone's talking about. I don't want this podcast to be too reactionary. This podcast is about our opinions. But I do think in this, what's fun about watching a show week to week is engaging with the larger community. And while I'm glad people are like, I'm not going to complain about people being happy. I'm glad people like this. That's great. I'd much rather so the that fan base be happy. Star than, Wars
0: is Star Wars. Yeah. Mr. Incredible
1: <laughs> but. It, it, I do get worried when people potentially like things for the wrong reason mm-hmm. because then what you that can turn into is if well, sorry, I guess I'll say what I, what I think. I think people only like this because Anakin's in it mm-hmm. is what my fear and and because it's pretty. and that's totally legitimate. If you like it because the visuals are strong, I think that's great because you should enjoy visuals at the visual medium. But I fear people will then return to this sometime down the road, whether it's next week or a month from now or a year from now, and be disappointed by it because that initial joy of seeing a character you love will be gone.
0: In the Clone Wars armor, which yeah, yeah. people have been begging for. People were That's begging true. for that in Kenobi.
1: Yeah, Anakin in his Clone Wars armor. I think this episode is great because there's visual storytelling going on, and it's and it's being somewhat cryptic, and it's doing some character work. And, Ahsoka, and like we talked about... Uh, sorry, Rosario Dawson's performance changes in this episode for the better. All those are g- great reasons to love this episode. Mm-hmm. I am concerned that a lot of people are joining this just because it's replicating Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not a, it, mm-hmm. it's not the episode. If that was the whole episode, I was like, okay, you really enjoyed this because they replicated Clone Wars. That's cool. That's a third of this episode. Yeah. So anyways, tangent over.
0: I almost made this comment during, uh, while we were watching it, but I held back. I'm glad I did. Um, it's not a bad comment. But um, I actually made a different comment. I thought it was funnier. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the time, but when the water, when the bridge comes up, to, turns into a reflection, and the water comes up around her, I initially made a Pirates of the Caribbean 3 joke. So <laughs> she's going up to go down. But my other thought was Baptism. Okay. This feat, my almost thought was, did I make a reverse baptism joke?
1: You did. I yeah. did.
0: But my thought was this, <laughs> it's like jokingly, she's being baptized. She's been brought out of the water. Her demeanor's changed. Uh-huh. It's like, I-, I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> but, but there's some definitely resurrecting new life mm,
1: sure, sure sure sure
0: imagery referencing especially yeah. with the way that she's acting post
1: and she wears a very different costume and it's all Soka it's very white. light and you call it cloak <laughs> of the white which is i mean like you're drawing parallel i don't know if they did this on purpose but it's very uh gandalf himself changes quite a bit mm-hmm. when he comes back to life in the the lord of the rings trilogy when he becomes gandalf the white and so you you have something like that and I think a lot of people, including myself, actually thought that this episode would fully confirm her role as the quote-unquote daughter in the Jedi mythos. Oh,
0: yeah, because there's a lot. I told this to you last mm-hmm. week. People were thinking this Anakin apparition was going mm-hmm. to be the son from yeah. that uh, Mortis trio.
1: So while the show has heavily implied through the cartoons that she is a embodiment of an element of the Force known as the daughter, I think this is her change Mm post-vision is further feeding into that. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you would have no concept of that whatsoever just watching this show. But if you already know that's part of her ongoing narrative, that is who Ahsoka is in the larger universe, Mm -hmm. this feels like another step down that road Uh for sure. Because she is obviously even more connected to the Force now than she was prior. I think... Uh, again, I, I, as I talk about this this episode more, the more I like it, the more I'm mm-hmm. seeing what's going on. A big part of this show so far that I really love is that there are parallels between Ahsoka and Balin, mm. and and both her relationship, Ahsoka's relationship with Sabine, and Balin's relationship with Gosh, Shin.
0: I love Balin. The more Phenomenal I see Balin,
1: absolutely, mm, talk oh, to your man. man, and. Balin, I very much feel like, uses the force as a tool. Mm-hmm. He he does keep talking. He's ab- not quite Sithy. No, he's definitely not a Sith, uh, but he's definitely not a Jedi, which is, again, Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. The, what's one of the first things Balin says? Not a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka very clearly makes it clear that she is not a Jedi. There's a kidding. lot of similarities between these two characters, which I think is really cool. I, I'm always a big fan for there being parallels between the hero and the villain. Um... He, to me, is one of those force users who uses the force as a tool. He does not have reverence for it. He is making these weird comments. I just recently, yesterday, rewatched last week's episode. He makes weird comments towards serving the greater good.
0: He's got a lot of weird, he says a lot of weird mystical stuff. It's
1: very unclear what he thinks that greater good is. I don't know if he thinks their new republic is evil or he I don't know, I don't know. Maybe he's just anti-government. I think maybe he thinks there has to be war, so he would rather it be Thrawn than something else. I don't know. I think it I think last episode would have been better served by him explaining himself a little bit because he's trying to bring back Thrawn and start a war. Like and Ahsoka's trying to stop him. And he's like we didn't have to come to this, but you know no other way. Well, maybe if you had explained yourself to Ahsoka, like maybe try to reason with her, she might not agree with you, but give her a chance to disagree with you. You're not explaining See, what from her perspective. You're just a mercenary.
0: Is he a product of because he's a Jedi? He is a former yeah. Jedi. Is he a product of the Clone Wars Jedi mentality that mm-hmm. they have to be in control?
1: Well, he. This is just me. He clearly spouting. doesn't want power. He doesn't want. But, he said he's not going to start the war. Order. Yeah, I I guess maybe he thinks Thrawn would bring order to the entire galaxy because the New Republic is not doing a great job. That's all speculation. Hopefully we'll learn. My point, my point is he doesn't seem to have any desire to follow the quote-unquote will of the Force that the Jedi are very focused on. And he's mostly just using the Force as a tool to his own means. Mm-hmm. I think it's very possible Ahsoka was doing somewhat the same until this episode. And it's this, this experience in the world between worlds has put her more in connection with the larger force. that leads to her communicating with the, uh, the, the purgle and, and having a much lighter view on things. It's all very visual. It's all very implied. None of this is definitive. But that's as we talk about it, that's my takeaway, I think.
0: Yeah. So they rescue Ahsoka. They go back. Um, she got a new Alec on life. She sees Jason and she gives him a hug. That is a warm hug for someone who's been crossing her arm and Mm -hmm. like visibly, visibly closed off from every other character this entire time. That was like I was like, whoa!
1: And again, some more visual storytelling. She wakes up to a sunrise, Mm -hmm. which is a a very common symbol for the start of something new. Yeah, absolutely. It's a this again very beautiful scene. I, I it's very simple, but she's just she's laying in the ghost. Um, which is Hera's ship from Rebels, and the sun is beaming in on her, and it wakes her up, and she's, we joked about it, but she's, her head is naked. She's not wearing her headset. Head and head we, head. we joked about it, but that's, again, an element of rebirth, an like element of becoming at. new. She is just herself again, which is, I think, I, I, I really, it's very easy to read too much into things, but with an episode that is so, Uncharacterist, uncharacteristically cryptic for mm-hmm. Star Wars that is so open for interpretation I think the show is asking us to read more into things mm-hmm. I am now realizing we have not discussed who directed this episode Dave is this, Filoni it's Filoni's episode it's again it's Filoni of course so this is definitely his baby um, I can see why I was thinking why would you not direct the entire show yourself and I think there's probably a lot of reasons for that but I could see why you'd want to focus on this episode like I can see him writing this whole series and thinking, I need to focus on the, the season premiere and this episode. So, um, yeah, very good stuff. But, yeah, so she she greets young Jason. and I, I, She
0: thanks him for saving her.
1: Yeah. That's a cool scene. And I realized, thinking about it later, he's the only Force user she knows. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's the only Force user he knows. Yeah. And Outside
0: of hearing about Ezra and his father,
1: mm-hmm. so I can see where he would have a lot of admiration for her. He would want to spend a lot of time. He would be. He wants li- to be a Jedi. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Oh, we, we skipped over earlier. There was a really fun interaction with him and Huyang of him trying to get Huyang to train him.
0: No, that just happened. Oh, Th- that and is it's the next scene. sequence. Um, okay. Because what does he? Oh, does he ask her? He asks her a question, and is it about training or something? He asks her a question, and she deflects and goes young' show them the ship. You want to see a Jedi ship? Which is what you do with <laughs> yeah. young children when they ask you uh-huh. a question you want to answer. You go, uh, a distraction. <laughs> well, and if, you're, so, if
1: you're Yoda, you just disappear into the forest. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: anyways. Uh, <laughs> disappears, refuses to elaborate. Um, anyway, so... Um, Huyong takes Jason to show him the training room, and he's like, "Will you train me?" And Huyong says, "No," <laughs> um, which is funny.
1: Also, another funny note: Ahsoka comes out of the ship wearing pretty much just a quilt, and she looks like she's uh, risen from her uh, <laughs> from her her abode, looking for pumpkin spice lattes.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Anyways. Um.
1: And so the purgle kind of emerge. <laughs> Is there something before yes.
0: that? Yes. Yeah. So the purgile emerge, but as we as has been kind of the overarching th- quote unquote threat, the new republic is not yeah. happy with Hera's decision to go out unmanned, which is very interesting. How controlling they're being. Yeah. Which I mean, it's a new government they got. They can't really let people slack on by because it's going to set expectations. Anyways, so. Um, Carson's like what do we do because um Hera has been speaks with Mon Mothma um via Holodet and she's like I can't help you because she went against orders and the senate is pretty much gonna order Hera back I'm guessing to put her I don't know if it's necessarily on like trial court-martialed but she they're they're not happy with her they are ready to like um interrogate her for why she took re- i guess a flight for something that is probably as what they're seeing is just a way to find ezra instead of thron um i mean it's both um and so mon mothma is like harry you have to bring ahsoka back with you because she's like do you have evidence of thron no do you have um what's her face in custody no you're gonna have to have ahsoka with you to speak on your behalf or she's gonna like get fired That's probably where the court marksman is going to come in, I'm guessing. Um, And so... And then we see the purgle. Mm -hmm. And so we have this plan. Um, Ahsoka's holding the cut map. And so this is where, you know, they're trying to figure out... um, She... Oh, she holds the map and she senses the Force memory from it. And Mm -hmm. finds out that Balin and Shin took Sabine with them. So probably she's alive or at least she was when they left the planet um and so now they're like well we don't have a map how can we figure this out and the purgles show up our favorite spacey whale boys um cameron you made a really funny comment okay (laughs) the real map was the friends we made along the way (laughs) and those friends are space whales um so they go up and then the new republic part of the new republic fleet shows up um
1: I was gonna interject here about this. So there's been this running subplot to the show so far of Hera kind of bumping up against the New Republic Mm -hmm. leadership. It's also very much an element of the Mandalorian as well. And I'm sitting here wondering whether these sequences are really necessary to the plot of Ahsoka, if they're too much, the overarching Star Wars narrative bleeding too much into this show. And that makes me think about, okay, well, if you have... Thrawn trying to come back and start a war. If that does, that's presumably going to happen. Like I assume Thrawn's going to make it back, <laughs> and I presume we're going to get some sort of even even if it's not Snoke a full war. is Thrawn. <laughs> yeah. If we end up getting some sort of battle, even with, between the New Republic and whatever forces Thrawn is able to accumulate, I guess the the Imperial Remnant. Um, I'm not realizing. Do do we know when? the Battle of uh, Jakku is? Is that before this or is it later?
0: It is before this. Okay. I am fairly certain. It's in the Aftermath trilogy, okay. which I think takes like
1: okay. almost immediately after. I have those books. I haven't read them. Jakku being the planet from The Force Awakens and all of the scattered Star Destroyers and such it is, are- It is um, the
0: Empire's last stand. It, yeah,
1: exactly. So under I didn't know- the name Empire. That would have been an interesting battle for like Thrawn's final battle Mm. but that's okay um nonetheless well gosh dang it i said it
0: (laughs) i think the first order was kind of a rumor Mm
1: -hmm. up until
0: they destroyed not not coruscant tm um the other new republic planet whatever it was i think they were kind of like oddly enough under the radar or at least like not necessarily a threat because this is like the this is not to delve too off into this is the problem that leia has uh-huh. Uh huh. General Leia put some respect on her name. Uh, General Organa has to deal with because she's like they're back, and the Republic's like, eh. Eh. yeah. And it's they don't realize that until Starkiller yep. um, snipes them out yep. of the universe.
1: And I guess what I was what I was getting at was I don't know how necessary it is to for us to this whole New Republic being messed up subplot is. It does maybe somewhat. So okay. So you have. We we're just talking about uh, Balin Skull wanting to bring back Thrawn. Th- to me, the, the, all of this led to me thinking, what? I don't know exactly what Thrawn will be, because in Clone Wars, sorry, not Clone Wars, Rebels, his uh, motivation was to serve the Emperor. If he comes back, I guess. It, it kind of almost feels out of character for him to want to be the new emperor.
0: Um, I believe, I don't know if it, how true this is, but I think this might be... <sighs> There's a plot line in Legends, I think, of the Yuzon Bong, mm-hmm. who are a war-mongering species from another galaxy yeah, that yeah. try to invade the mm-hmm. Star Wars galaxy, and it's a big old conflict. And I think that is where Thrawn's return is post-Empire. To defeat that but i saw some not to get too off into the discourse I saw some interesting discourse on the conversation on you have the empire the big bad empire they are the bad guys they're not good but did legends do too much in trying to humanize this obviously um
1: Genocidal maniac, maybe? Yeah.
0: this obvious bad guy, like, oh, well, actually, they were really the good guys trying to protect you, which is an interesting like mm-hmm. thought process. But anyways, that's what, that's what some people are thinking that's going to bring this, which, I mean, if that's what they do, cool. Um, but I, it, we, we don't yeah. know.
1: So I, I went way out prediction level. It's not really relevant to this episode, but I guess ultimately is, I guess the main benefit there might be of having all this New Republic stuff is it complicates whatever happens next. Mm -hmm. Whenever Thrawn comes back, Hera, like it will not be easy to defeat him because the New Republic themselves are not, they don't really have an army, they aren't really stable, they're not really unified. Mm -hmm. That is a if we're looking at looking way bigger picture, the narrative of all this, that was a huge element of rebels, and Rogue One was trying to unify the Rebel Alliance. Mm-hmm. That I think that's a fun element of new Star Wars. You don't you, you get the name Rebel Alliance from the original trilogy, but you don't, from your perspective, if you see the original trilogy of movies, you think the Rebel Alliance is just a unified group of rebels. We now know that is farthest from the truth.
0: They were struggle busting their
1: way through, and it's so logical. It's a great choice. I don't know where this began. I don't know if this was in expanded universe originally, if this is a Disney creation. But this concept of if you had people rebel cells from all over the galaxy fighting against the Empire. Yes, they have a common enemy, but their personal ideals, their um, yeah, their do. reasons for fighting, their way of fighting. Rebels. They don't. They don't even unify until the the Death Star. The Death well, Star is the thing yeah. that really ultimately, because they're not even fully on for trying to stop the Death Star, because they don't all believe it exists um, until they know it exists. My my point being is, it took a lot for the Rebel Alliance to come together because you have, and it's funny if you really think about it. The Rebel Alliance is a mirror image of the uh, the Confederacy, the um, the Separatists. They're the, they're the they're the Confederacy. They call them that in the Clone Wars.
0: Oh, that Confederacy! Yeah. I was not the real I'm one. Sorry, I was just yeah. like
1: the CIS. you <fancy> that <laughs> the Confederacy of <laughs> Independent Systems. Of my
0: face. I thought of like real world history, and I was like, "Whoa, where are we going with this?" No, 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 no,
1: no, this this confederacy <laughs> of independent systems. Yes, but they from were the unified prequels. because I think because they were corrupt. I think they were even though they were probably right to think that the republic republic was somewhat tyrannical. Mm-hmm. Uh, tyrannical. I ultimately they were right because right. the republic was too powerful and could be easily turned into mm-hmm. um, an empire, which is what happened. Um, the Rebel Alliance. Was right in unifying against the empire, but struggled to do so. So it makes a lot of sense. My point is it makes a lot of sense that once they formed into a new republic, once the empire was gone, those problems would not just go away. Mm -hmm. You have lots of different motivations, a lot of different. And then you also have – I mean what this show is focusing on is these senators who were still – senators under the Empire, mm-hmm. and they are not necessarily Imperial, but they do not have the same... They don't have a stake in this new empire, this new republic. They just are around, and they, they their power continues. Mm-hmm. And while you do have people like Mon Mothma and Hera and Leia fought to create Queens. this new republic... Queens. You have a lot of people, a lot of senators, who did not fight to make this mm-hmm. new republic. None of this is relevant to the so- show of Ahsoka, but... When we get our inevitable battle between the New Republic and Thrawn's forces, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, well, we don't, we definitely don't want Thrawn to win, but the New Republic's not great either. And even if you do believe in the New Republic, which I think you, I think anyone should, because they're better than the Empire, they're what we have, and it, you have to allow it time to 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 build and improve. They are going to struggle against a unified enemy. The Imperial Remnant is very unified, especially once you have Thrawn back. They're going to be all ready to go, man. Yeah. And the New Republic is not going to be ready for it because they don't think it exists. They think that the Imperial Remnant is scattered and ununified. And they're under their noses. So while I think they might be spending a little too much time on all of this in this show, I think it will pay off Mm -hmm. in a really interesting way down the road.
0: Probably. Dave Filoni's movie?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um,
0: So the fleet shows up. uh, The X-Wings, Carson, Teva, and the others go out to distract them. And the New Republic fleet is like, you guys are going to have to come with us or you're going to get stripped of your rank." And Carson, I thought this is some kind of funny banter. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Anyways, he's ordered by, I don't know who this commander is, to like, what is their mission? He's like, it's classified. She's like, what is their mission? He's like, okay, but you're not going to believe me. And it cuts because we see um, the ghost and Ahsoka ship flying amongst the purgles. They're just flying until they meet the big one, the <laughs> biggest whale in the pod.
1: I think in this part, Huyang says something like, my my indicators are telling me that whale is bigger than the other ones or something, yeah, like, something that.
0: like that. Yeah, something like that.
1: He says, up ahead, I think that one is, oh, I lost it, sorry, the, the subtitle went away. Apologies, It. I really hate that you can only skip back 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Up ahead, I think that is one of the larger ones. <laughs> yeah.
0: So Ahsoka goes out on the wings. Um, there's something on the wing, and oh, that nice. is Ahsoka. And she's like, force speaking with the purgle. That's probably what she does. We don't know what sh- what's being said. Um, Jason and Hera are watching from the ghost. And there's a cute, cute little moment where Jason's like, Mom, it's like the stories you told me, which mm-hmm. is like, ah, Which is, of course, would be the stories of Ezra and, of course, Kanan, um, and Hera makes comments. She's like, yep, they saved us, um, the Purgle, at the end of season four. Um, and so the Purgle opens its mouth, Ahsoka hops back in the ship, and they just drive the ship into its mouth, Jonah style. Um, <laughs> my thought was, Ezra's inside. He's been living like Jonah for years. Um, and so like I said, we don't we don't know what is conversed. Um, I did see a really funny comment that said rip the pergol teeth because in rebels, they actually had like teeth like animal teeth. And now they have a baleen, which is a little more usual for whales. Um, quick whale fun fact. Uh, if a whale has baleen, it is a filter feeder. So that implies that the pergles are filter feeders, um, instead of carnivores since they don't have like teeth teeth now. Or maybe there's like different, like minor species. Anyways, they fly into the mouth. Um, Carson, it jumps back to Carson. Carson has explained that um, they're talking with the whales, and the new Republic fleet is like, What? What is going on? And he's like, You're probably. And Hera chimes in. She's like, Hey, fleet, you're going to want to get out of the way. And you just see like 40 of these purgles coming <laughs> forward. And there's like, there is panic in. You, like, we see some panic in the new uh, the new Republic Fleet Commander because Purgle um, are nightmares for shipping, for ships, because because they don't adhere to um, the hyperspace lanes. <laughs> there are so many times where ships just collide with a Purgle at light speed and just, it's eviscerated. They are super dangerous. I think this is, like, the equivalent of what hitting a moose at 100 miles per hour in your four-door sedan would be like. I think that is actually the best way you can relate it. You would die. And probably it too. But you would be dead. Oh, no. Anyways, the purgles go around them. uh, And they start
1: powering up. And we have pretty much a reaction shot of every single character. Oh, and the music is beautiful. music's incredible. Kevin Kiner, who did. Did Kevin Kiner do Clone Wars as well? Uh, Yes. He did Rebels. He is killing it. And I think a major element of why you would include a sequence like this is just wonder. Like the the reason you, one of the biggest reasons why you create a fantasy science fiction universe is to give the audience a sense of wonder. Mm -hmm. The
0: scale in this shot. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's just...
1: It's just fun to look at. It's just it a pretty sequence. All all of the characters are awestruck by the sight of these giant space whales flying around them. Yeah, we even And it's see, a very cool slow moment.
0: We even see the unnamed um X fighter
1: pilots mm-hmm. who are
0: like floored. I like that. I was like, I love this little shot. This is cute.
1: Yeah. These I think both of us, especially, especially myself, was really off put by the slower pace of the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. The slower pace has really paid off the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. The middle of this show, this is normally when most shows suck. Most streaming series, it's the middle few episodes that really sag. Okay,
0: you can see Mando season three.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh huh. But these two episodes have really benefited from taking their time, showing you things at their own pace, allowing things to be drawn out. Mm-hmm. It, it's really mm-hmm. working for me.
0: Um, yeah. And so then they start powering up. And they jump into light speed and they take uh, a and Huyang with them. And so there's like this unspoken thought that these whales are probably going to take them at least close to where Thrawn is or at least wherever they took Ezra, which I mean, it's
1: is the same place.
0: Um, they leave Hera to get court-martialed and arrested, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And also
1: just continue the the thematic element of this sequence. um, Ho-Yong, so they're, they're in the whale, and Hooyang says to Sabine something like... To
0: Ahsoka.
1: Yes, sorry. To Ahsoka, you're certain they know where Sabine was taken? And she says, I have no idea. <laughs> and he's like, what? And he's and- like, no idea. Um, and he says they could take us anywhere. And she says that's better than going nowhere. Mm-hmm. She's um, cl- And she's smiling a lot, yeah. and she's just super laid back. She, man, whatever she's smoking, I want some. She is... <laughs> Easy going, man.
0: And you made a good comment. You spend five minutes with Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> this is the idea that comes to mind. Um, so that's where it ends. Um, so good. This, uh, so the sound, the pergles make, you know, they're little like power-up noises. Uh, that's the noise Athena makes right before she gets the zoomies. <laughs> oh, it's the engine starting noise. Um, another, I think... Yeah, that was it. Good ending, man. I was just like, uh. ah. Honorable last quote that I had written down from you. uh, I just realized, quote, quote, Cameron, uh, almost said your last name. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, I just realized Jason is a homeschool
1: kid. End quote. (laughs) Great episode. Really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoyed unpacking it and trying to figure out what it means. I'm glad that very rare that Star Wars is this open to interpretation, I think, um, which is really great. And retroactively, I mean, I this, this is one of the most difficult decisions I think you can make when doing a character story is in what direction they're going to change. And a character needing to loosen up is one of the tough, toughest ones to execute because until that character loosens up their character just seems boring yep. and closed off. So everything we've seen from Ahsoka up until this point, she has been very tightly wound, live action Ahsoka, very tightly wound, very even when driven, she's with, Even but, when
0: she's with Luke.
1: Yeah. And that's the closest we get to her p- behaving like normal Ahsoka. I mean, to be fair, we haven't seen her a ton, but even in the first few episodes of this season, She's just been very straightforward, very matter-of-fact, and we are now seeing her transform. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little unfortunate that we had to spend so much time with her really not being Ahsoka, but it's mm-hmm. nice that she is yeah. what we expect from her again in um, and, and the best of ways, I think. And excited to see where the rest of the show goes, for mm-hmm. sure. I think this show has gone in directions I didn't expect.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It is a bit of a bummer that this show is very clearly going to end with a massive cliffhanger. Yeah. Mostly centered around Thrawn, but at the very least, we are finally getting some Ahsoka character development. That's what we, I think, we wanted the whole time. Let's go, baby! That's what I've been talking about. That's what I've been waiting for. Did you know that is a quote from Zoolander? No, that is you are quoting, and the meme is of uh, Critical, the the video game YouTuber, but he is quoting Zoolander. (laughs) Anyways, um, great great episode. If I'm trying to figure out how I would suggest this to someone. Overall, if listening to this podcast is making you interested in watching Ahsoka... Do it. I would... Do it. My suggestion would be to look up a an essentials list of Rebels.
0: Yes. That's what I've been recommending to people.
1: See, I don't recommend all of... Like, if you really like Rebels, you want to watch the whole thing. I, I like <laughs> Rebels. I like Rebels a lot. I just gave Cameron a shocked face for dramatic I, effect. I would hate for someone to not get to the end of the mm-hmm. Rebels... Show because they got burned out. Mm-hmm. It is 75 episodes. It's a lot. I recently showed it to my wife. I really wanted her to be able to watch Ahsoka with us. She actually watched it with us today, which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: There's probably, you could watch like, you know, you can look up a list of the most essential episodes that yes. will at least get you to the point of watching Ahsoka. And then you can go back and put it on while you, I don't know, do other things.
1: The only but, reason. I feel like I was able to get her to that point. And she really enjoyed watching Rebels. And she's actually herself gone back and watched the episodes we skipped. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's my point, is I started to get very selective I in the was episodes we watched.
0: wondering how quickly you got because you were like, oh, we watched the Honorable Ones episode because you texted me at like uh, 12 a.m. Uh-huh. and I responded back immediately. And then, not like a couple, like two weeks, two, three weeks later, you're like, oh, we want, you texted me, we're watching Jedi Knight. And I was like,
1: man, y'all fat. And so I think, I honestly think you can go into Clone Wars. The only thing you need to know from Ahsoka's perspective is that she was Anakin's Padawan, and she left the Jedi Order.
0: Because she was framed for a crime she did not yeah. commit. And the Jedi Order went, was, exiled her and then went, oopsie, whoopsie. Uh-huh. Sorry. Do you guys want to, do you want to come back? She said, no, screw that.
1: And um, you can get, just go into Ahsoka, into Rebels with that knowledge Find some sort of list online of the essential episodes from There's
0: Rebels. There's probably a, a video YouTube essay out there, too.
1: There's... I think Rebels is really worth watching. I don't think... Absol- a,
0: absolutely, yes. I
1: don't know if Ahsoka really works. I mean, the show Ahsoka really works if you haven't seen Rebels. Mm-hmm. But um, this episode is, my friends, a, is great.
0: Hearing from my friends who have not watched Rebels, they were mm. super confused within the first episode. They are like, "Yeah, no idea
1: was going on. And... I think this episode, while well, this episode of Ahsoka and Anakin interacting, really obviously builds off of Clone Wars. I think if you know who Ahsoka is as a character by the way she's developed in Rebels, and you know who Anakin as a character, you know who Anakin is as a character from the movies. These scenes will still really work for you, and um, so yeah, so highly recommend um, with a caveat of you do need to understand what's going on to to, for, to appreciate it. Um, but I think if you like Star Wars you will enjoy this for sure. And that takes us into our final segment of the show, which is our meme minute, but it's longer than a minute. Is it longer than a parsec? We'll see how many parsecs it takes them to get to the other galaxy. Is it longer than a meme astrosecond, which is the Transformers? <laughs> I, for some reason, every once in a while I feel like I need to explain everything, like to, if our listeners and are new. make this
0: longer every time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it bigger than a pergle? Um... Every week, we share memes with one another. And one of the memes, secretly, each of us made. And at the end of the segment, each of us will guess which meme the other one made. We are currently both six Six and three three. on the season. uh, And we'll see how today goes. Rachel, what's your first meme? Obligatory, not a meme. Obligatory, not a meme. I just saw this image, and I thought it was really funny. (laughs) That's so good. This is... Oh, man. I
0: believe it's the HasLab uh, Unicron figure, which is like $600. (laughs) And it is the size of a two-year-old. And so what someone has done, someone has put it in a stroller and is walking around with it. It's very cute, very large. It transforms, FYI, into ball form. Um, But yeah.
1: This is a very simple meme. It's just an image of a... uh, of a Star Destroyer, a Clone Wars Star Destroyer, and it just says 2,340,000 tons of pure democracy. <laughs> hey,
0: that's um, actually, I think, a Venator class. Is that a, that's a Republic. Yes. Anyways.
1: Which the, Logo, the Lego right. recently released, and yes, people are freaking out about. Yes, they just released this.
0: Um, so I actually have some TikToks. Okay, go I for it. I got some three TikToks. Um, this says Star Wars fans uh, and Star Wars Rebels fans, and this is a clip from Futurama. It's the image of Ahsoka in War Between Worlds. Oh, oh, Daggumma, I'm going to say War of the Worlds how many times? Um, World Between Worlds. Hey, uh, Bender, what are we doing in this bad neighborhood? Shut up, Square.
1: <laughs> Star yeah. Wars fan, Clone Wars fans, and Rebels fans. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is, this meme is directly targeted at Rachel's interests. It's got, um, now I'm going to totally forget their names. Uh,. The, the lions from Lion King. Uh, I cannot. Simba. See, I'm getting Ahsoka and Simba's names and Sabine. and Okay, Simba and Mufasa. They're sitting looking out over the Pride Lands and it says, Everything the light touches is our kingdom. But what about that shadowy place? And then it, the angle turns and Mufasa is also Darth Vader. You don't know Ooh. the power of the dark side. Ooh,
0: that's cursed.
1: It's <laughs> especially funny cursed. because both are voiced by the same man. Cursed. And I uh, thought that was funny. Oh. Um, there is a TikTok
0: trend of, like, applying scenes to, audio to like, audio. And this is a scene of between, quote, unquote, Jason and Chopper wind, is ever, oh, no. oh, wind is ever trying to tell us something oh
1: no oh i love this audio we trying to tell us something we don't know how to hear it anymore I just want you to stop saying <laughs> odds <laughs> <laughs> which is the scene where
0: jason is like mom you can hear things in the water and chopper is not having it
1: someone did the exact same thing with ezra and thrawn yes! hanging out in the other universe
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. That's one of my favorite memes. Thrawn has been living in a horrible, horrible state of mind. He's probably like, ugh.
1: You may have seen this meme format around. It says, visualizing in the mirror the man I want to become. And you have a man solemnly standing in a mirror, but people have been putting different things in the mirror. Who's in the mirror, Rachel? John Turturro, <laughs> specifically Agent Simmons from, Agent Seven from the Transformers films. It would have been funny and if they it's. Did. I think it's very specifically the moment from the movie where he's like, politely, back off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my last TikTok, and I'm finally getting the images. Okay.
0: Uh, Star Wars Rebels fans, after four episodes of Ahsoka, it's a picture. It's the pic, any picture of Kallus and Zeb.
1: <laughs> and the Joker's labeled Dave Filoni <laughs> <laughs> I am pretty disappointed like I, I don't like I think the show is really good you're disappointed Look, look. only because you. Zeb is in the Mandalorian yeah. season 3 why put him I swear if we get
0: Mando, before we get Zeb in the show, why would you would put Zeb so in Mando
1: and not Ahsoka? That's bizarre, unless he's getting his own show or they're getting their own. It's gonna be a freaking oh my gosh, they're gonna get a sitcom. It's, it's gonna like two be Callus is the Fish Out of Water on the Lasat planet. What's the name? Son. What Lara, Lara Son. Son? Yeah. Okay,
0: did I know that automatically? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. How
1: many uh memes do you have? hear silence Nine. <laughs> Nine. Oh my gosh okay do two of them
0: okay um so this is the image of um where we see anakin at the very end of the last episode mm-hmm. when she turns around and it says um with the logo the return of the king
1: uh-huh I saw that one a Lord lot absolutely like every every time no matter if any star wars thing brings back a character people do that
0: <laughs> so this is from this episode um and it's where uh, Carson Teva says what am I missing after um, Jason's like mom th- uh-huh. th- there's swords in the water and Hu Yang has his hand reached out and he's holding. He's holding what he <laughs> appears to be a DVD <laughs> copy of Rebels, <laughs> which is where this is where he tells That's him his so father Caden
1: Jarrus was a Jedi. Oh man, I love that. That's really funny. So this is another meme targeted at one of Rachel's special interests. Um, it's the it's the little boy from uh, Return of the, the Mummy Returns, and he said it just says kid asks Star Wars fans what best what the best Star Wars film is, and who, what's his character's name? Who's this guy? Do you remember? Oh my god. He's like the Egyptian. I know like, who he knight. is.
0: I'm explaining for He's a guy. I'm not explaining to you. Calm down. Um,
1: I'm explaining to the oh people gosh, at home me. listening so to this. Rick,
0: um, my parents are gonna disown me. I can't remember. I'm <laughs> kidding. We always watch this every he, time it's on TV.
1: He's like an Egyptian, like knight. He's a Magi. Magi. I think that's you. what
0: they're called. He's one of the like
1: royal guards. And he says to the little boy. He, he's dressed in all black. So the kid asks him, what's the best Star Wars film? And he's and the man says to him, by putting this on, you have started a chain reaction that could bring about the next apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> Which just very much uh, reminds me of our conversation about that Star Wars class the university is doing. Oh, yeah. Like, that, <laughs> that is, is what would happen.
0: It's from the second movie after um, the little boy's put mm-hmm. on the bracelet. What do you got? Um, Optimus, be careful. This The Decepticons could be anywhere. A bunch of vehicles driving down the highway.
1: <laughs> and you have an Aston Martin,
0: a tank, a jet, and I don't, I don't remember what the last one is.
1: A tank. Um. A tank and a military vehicle. Uh, yeah, definitely not rebels in disguise. I mean robots in disguise. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Um, mm, brain rot. Obligatory visual meme. It's kind of like... Almost like a thumbnail for a video, but it just got as it has an image of Padme in her. Uh, oh dang it! She's in the. Uh,
0: gosh. Is it the famous Naboo dress?
1: No, she's dead. Oh! And she's in a casket. In the casket? I That's could not pull an that word out. Comments. <laughs> And it's an image of her at the funeral, at her own funeral, in a casket. Well, I hope and she's at her own funeral. someone has like, drawn an arrow pointing to her, and in a smaller image, it's just an image of Vladimir Lenin in his casket. It's a bizarre joke. It's but it's, it's so bizarre, it's hilarious to me.
0: Anakin and Obi-Wan engage in an epic battle while the facility collapses. The miner's on break.
1: It's a dog with It's a dog with a copy mug. Oh, it's like, a, it's like a it's a real life recreation of that comic. The this is panel. fine me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm also making sure I made Okay, okay. Um
0: Oh, I just popped my hip. Did you? I wonder if the mic picked that
1: up. this is not a Star Wars meme. This is a Lord of the Rings meme that I saved for a potential. I'll save memes in a folder called Potential Meme Format. Oh, my gosh. I do that, too. So uh, this is not. okay. so I'll skip that one. Um. Boy, Anakin's kids really took after him with their eerily smooth skin texture and dead eyes. No. <laughs> it, has, no. it has Anakin, Leia, and Luke, but with their weird CGI faces from Disney Star Wars. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Anakin at 22, married, future father, general, and army of the Republic on the Jedi Council. Luke at 22, kissed his own sister.
1: <laughs> I saw that one. Yeah. Kissed his own sister, plays with toys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a fa- very famous meme format of Freddy from Scooby-Doo taking off the mask of the guy and he's like alright let's see who it was all along but he's taking off Merrick's mask and he's just green smoke
0: underneath <laughs> that's good what um, do you
1: got Transformers meme I have one more meme
0: I have four more
1: okay do three more
0: oh okay gosh okay um, talk it <laughs> talking mad shit for someone in thagomizer range <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 oh my gosh it's a tri uh it's not Triceratops. stegosaurus, stegosaurus but with one of the tr- dinobots Snarl. heads. <laughs> wow that's a that's a really niche joke <laughs> um <laughs> but this is a very niche podcast uh, so just visual oh my gosh oh <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to explain it or do I have to explain it?
0: <laughs> so it's, again, the scene from the end of last episode where Ahsoka turns around and we're, we're supposed to see Anakin. But someone has photoshopped Dexter from Attack of the Clones into where Anakin is standing, except they kept the hair. <laughs>
1: Bizarre, bizarre choice.
0: Uh, okay, so one more, and then I'll have
1: uh, my last. I swear, if you made that one, my last. If one. You press that <laughs> cursed image upon us. I swear, I'm gonna ban you from making any to memes. Say, yeah.
0: Um. Uh. Nobody. The Clone Wars beards.
1: Yeah, especially <laughs> Obi Wan's. It's a
0: picture of the bottom of a, the front of a train. Yeah,
1: if they like the guard thing on the front. Uh huh some train enthusiasts are going to come after us for not knowing that we're going to get into a fight with a, a train podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is my final meme and it has Ahsoka in the World Between Worlds with Anakin and, he, and Anakin says, what is this place? And Ahsoka says, it looked like the World Between Worlds as seen in Rebels Season 4, Episode 13. And Anakin says, oh, okay, I don't watch cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, my last meme, Visual. Yes, I saw that. That's good. I <laughs> like that one. It's a
0: picture of Balin Scroll and Shin Hottie standing next to each other's side profiles and someone put the uh, Chad images,
1: <laughs> cartoon images.
0: <laughs> Miriam, um, it's pretty good. Okay, I got to send you all the memes.
1: And that concludes this oh, week's yeah. Meme Minute, but it's longer than a minute. And we will now uh, convene internally with ourselves to try to figure out which meme the other one made. What trickery might have come about? We uh, we pretty much Aww. agreed that we're not allowed to try to trick each other, but uh, like at least through lies, I mean... <laughs> through straight up lies. Um, <laughs> uh, where's my? Oh, there we go. Okay.
0: That time I believed Cameron.
1: <laughs> that was where you were. You took your first mistake.
0: That is where I took my first mistake. I was like, "Are you kidding me?"
1: <laughs>
0: I'm mad. I was salty. I was like, insulted. It hurt.
1: While you were looking at one of your memes a minute ago, I was trying to figure out where that crumpling sound was coming from. I was like, what is Rachel doing? It's a candy in my <laughs> pocket. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's me. You're just like
0: Athena, our editor, who likes to chew on plastic.
1: <laughs> I wasn't chewing on plastic.
0: Mm. Gosh, I hope you didn't make the linen one. But you all, you made the Tiananmen Square one, so I don't know anymore.
1: <laughs> You don't know. See, I, yeah, you throw one major curveball at someone and they have to say and guess themselves for the rest of time. Okay, so we've got. I know you didn't do the Return of the King one. The What Am I Missing in Who Young Holding Up the Rebels DVD is really funny. Optimus, be careful. The Sipcons could be anywhere. That one's really funny. Um. The dog, man, if you Oh, the dog is even holding a mug yeah, with the comic he's panel on a it. Mug. That one's really good. I know you didn't do the Anakin at twenty two, Luca twenty two. I saw that one. The dinosaur one could easily be you. You don't usually do the classic impact font memes, but Oh man. Dude, if you if you made this uh Dexter Jester one, props to you, <laughs> but also screw you. <laughs> <laughs> um and I know you didn't do hmm dang. blurst. Well, you've whatever you've made is a good job. These are all excellent blurst. memes.
0: See, I, f- I feel like I have ideas of which one you've made. I do good at not screen sniping you when
1: you say <laughs> I appreciate that. Memes. I I try to Ah, this is so hard. These are all very you funny. You've made
0: so many Merrick green smoke jokes this week <laughs> that like, I don't know. <laughs> But you also made a CGI joke. But this also looks like a Twitter screenshot because I do the same thing. If you faked a Twitter screenshot, I, I'm i disowning you. <laughs> I thought about doing it one time. <sighs> I hope it's... Gosh, I hope it's not the Lennon one. <laughs> I don't think it's the Lion King one. There's a lot of effort into the... Same color-coded Darth Vader. Oh, my gosh. I love iPhones. I can just copy and paste this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just Darth Vader, uh, Mufasa. (laughs) That
0: one has a mark on it. I feel like it's probably... Mm, Is it the mummy one?
1: This is some of the worst podcasting possible. Just us silently thinking. The hums
0: and haws. Gosh, it's hard.
1: Okay, I'm going to guess that it's the Anakin-Obi-Wan engaging in an epic battle while the facility collapses. It's not. Dang it! No! Okay, I'm going to take another guess. Um... Ah, dang. Did you make the Dester Dexter one? No. Dang. Okay, good. That was good. <laughs> Did you make the Clone Wars beard one? No. What'd you make?
0: The Thagomizer one.
1: Oh, so, nice. I
0: guess like I found the format and just like a bunch of dinosaur memes on TikTok. Uh-huh. And I saw that one and I
1: went, <laughs> that'd
0: be really funny with a dino bot. <laughs>
1: Good job. Very, That's really funny. So I
0: guess maybe I can't take full credit for all of it, but <laughs> I did edit Snarl and the Laser
1: Eyes. I see. So the the text was already there. Yeah. You added. Is that, that okay. deceptive? I'm no, sorry. No, no, not at all. No, you you made it a Transformers meme. It was not no, a Transformers, you a Transformers meme. meme. You made it a Transformers meme. Um, what threw me off was that there was a little TikTok uh, watermark. Oh, shoot, yeah. So it's, it's not a big deal. I could have guessed it. I could have guessed that one. Um, that is very you. It makes a lot of sense. All right, so I fall to six and four on the season.
0: See, there's some good ones. But I'm also just not. I feel like I've seen the Venator one before.
1: have two straight losses for me. I started off so strong at like five and two or six and two. Did I get six and two? Yeah, I was at six and two, dang. (laughs) Just know that even if you get it wrong, you're still tied with me.
0: Did you make this one?
1: I did, correct. (laughs) It is the visualize the man you wanna be and it's, Seven. This,
0: this is going to be my other guess, because you've made so many Merrick Green Smoke meme jokes this week.
1: Um. So, yeah, I did indeed.
0: Seven and four! <laughs> or is it three?
1: Seven and three. Six, you, you've now jumped ahead of me. You're now in the lead. Uh, but at least I'm not in last, because Caleb is 0 and 2 still. <laughs> Rip, Caleb. <laughs> and thank you for joining us, everyone, this week. I uh, really appreciate it. Um, as always, thank you to Caleb Jacoby for our intro and outro music. Props to Rachel for our artwork. Artwork, our artwork, and our Twitter account, Rebels and Robots Pod.
0: Big thanks to Cameron for running our Facebook.
1: Uh, Give us something to read on the pod. Leave a review, tweet, or DM us memes or opinions. Opinions. (laughs) (laughs) Give us something to read. Um, Like a book. This is Cameron and Rachel signing off saying, I was hoping something would come to me. Um, Purgles
0: are filter feeders. According to their live action counterparts, versus the Rebels' animated counterparts, which have teeth, which implies that they are some form of carnivore.
1: Good night, I guess. Good night, everybody. I'll be back next week with fun (laughs) Star Wars biology fun facts. (laughs) There are many benefits to being a marine biologist. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Cut it there.